Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hi, Scott here. Hey, you've got a really good episode for you this week. Uh, I was interviewed by Kushak from Content Lead, which is a podcast. Uh, he interviewed me on content marketing uh, and some of the opportunities I see for business owners to create content. So really enjoy this podcast and uh, shout out to Kushak and Content Lead for having me on the podcast. G'day, Scott. Welcome to the Content Lead podcast. This is a... Uh, hey, Kushak. Hey. <laughs> this is a conversation. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, it's all good, man. It's, I think I've been looking forward to having you on the show because I think you've got You've been someone that's been doing content for a long time. So I think yeah, you've yeah. got a lot that you can offer in terms of from your experience and just from what you've done in the past. So yeah, really excited to to unpack some of the gold that you've got to offer. Nice, man. <laughs> so before good. we jump in, do you just want to give us an intro? Who are you? What do you do? Yeah. So I guess uh, I own a media company, so uh, Digital Influence. It's my uh, second business in the digital space. Um, I built up and sold another one, which was purely the search. And um, yeah, we look after you know clients ranging from pizza shops, uh, lawyers, uh, to windscreen repair, to to um, you know workwear, a uh, number of bars, restaurants, etc. So you know we have a full content team that actually creates content on a daily basis for clients as well. So. You're happy to give some insights into that. So yeah, essentially, you know, a lot of lot of run a lot of advertising, uh, and then late last year we we created a product around short form video content, uh, which has really just gone through like that. You know, and more and more people uh, want to get on short form content. And then probably I don't know, a year and a half ago, created a podcast called the Marketing for Business Podcast. So I'm the host of that, and um, interview a whole bunch of really cool business owners. Um, and which creates a lot of content uh, once again uh, for for our channels, etc. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, there's there's sort of two angles that I want to go down on this in this episode. One is from a client perspective. Yeah, what are you what are you seeing working from in that sort of B two B two C space? And then the other one is obviously unpacking your your podcast as well and that sort of that yeah. whole journey. So I think we'll start with um. Yeah, we'll start with your journey first. So over the years, you've obviously been putting out a lot of content. Um, more, yeah, most recently the podcast. But I remember sort of back in the during the lockdown days, you were doing quite a few webinars and you've done a few yeah. events then as well. Events are still considered to be content. Um, totally. Where did this whole thing start? Like where why why content? Why has it been such a yeah. big part of your philosophy, your business? I guess it really was for me. Like I I you know, I came from the corporate world, right? And in the corporate world, everything was held really tight. You know, you didn't share your secrets. You didn't do any of that. And uh, I kind of started getting interested in, in direct response copywriting. Um, so, you know, I didn't, I, I'm the only one in the business with that, that doesn't have a degree. Everyone else has degrees and stuff. And I, I was sort of self-taught. Um, and, you know, I, I learned early on that you've, you know, if you want to get ahead in life, you've got to go and train yourself. Um, so I ended up going to the World Internet Summit on the Gold Coast. I think the first one I went to was in two thousand and six. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, but but uh, it, it really opened my eyes. And I met a guy called Brett McFall there, and I remember having a drink with him uh, probably in two thousand and eight. And I remember him just saying, "Hey, Scott, um, you know." Uh, one of the keys to, to growing a business or growing your brand back in the day was give away what you know for free. And at the time I thought, well, that's really stupid because I came from the corporate world and you didn't do any of that, right? You held on to, it was dog eat dog. But I realized that later in years to come, he was correct, you know, so give away what you know uh, and give it to people for free. So that's one of our core values, influence through in, uh, education or influence through insights now, where we give value in advance of, anyone giving us any business and it's a real philosophy that that we had and, and that led us to do a lot of seminars do a lot of workshops um give away our, our kind of what we know um so with those events etc we would do events what well, we would we would go and implement a strategy and then we would you know when we got results for a client uh, or clients we'd then go and share those strategies um and that then allowed us to you know you know, get people putting their hands up saying, hey, we want to do business with you. And and that was the power of it. And you know, it was a real it was a real eye opener for me because I was come from the corporate world and, and just didn't do that, you know. Um, but now I know the corporate world's kind of wrong when it comes to marketing. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that. At I least for that. small to medium sized businesses, right? It's it's not it's not the way mm. to have success. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, I love the I love the philosophy around ins- influence through insight. I think that's a uh, it's a very yeah. overlooked and like overlooked philosophy when it comes to business. I think well, people... what we realized is, you know, people people don't need more information. They need your insights. They need the little things that are going to make their life better or the little takeaways that that you could share. And, and the, the crazy part is I learned a, say, a saying a long, long, long time ago, small hinges swing big doors. And and it's the small things that you can share that actually make the biggest difference to people. And and so, you know, nowadays we're always looking for those small insights that we can share that stack and build, you know, that no like and trust factor for people. So um it's it's you know, it, it it really does play a part looking for those small things that you can share, those insights. What are what are gonna move the needle for people? Talking about insights, how do you come up with those like how do you come up with ideas? Is it uh you know, is it do you have a stack of them already or Yeah. Yeah, I look yeah. The thing, the thing, you know, and I say this all the time at, at my events and seminars, or if I'm doing a workshop uh, or a strategy session, I was doing a big one the other day with a whole bunch of new um, with a, with a business, uh, and they probably had you know twelve people in the strategy session. I was like, I'm going to give you maybe here wants a part time job, you know, and no one puts their hands up, but I was like, like I'm going to give you a part time job. Uh, your new part time job is to be curious. Because naturally, as marketers, you know, you're, you're, you're sorry, your new part-time job as a marketer, you're a part-time marketer. You're, as a marketer, you're naturally curious about why things happen. And I said, you know, so, so you, you know, if you want good ideas and if you want to know, you know, be curious. Go and look at your competitors' reviews. Go and read your um, the things that people are saying about you online, etc. Start to formulate some be- and be curious. And all of a sudden, once you start to do that, you'll start to see ideas that you can bring into your own world for content. You know, I remember, you know, for for a client once, we were just filming inside the restaurant, and someone said we don't use sugar, and it was like, wow, what do you use? And all of a sudden, that opened up. And we could talk about this during the class, but it opened up a new world of business mm-hmm. um, because of that little insight. So sometimes you have to use these your ears. Um, we teach a thing called active listening, where you're actually actively listening, going, reading reviews, you know, going and doing a whole bunch of stuff there, where you can get real insights to what what the problems are in the marketplace and what what people's desires and ambitions are. So being curious is a big one. Yeah, I think I think. Um... That also creates a more customer-centric business at the same time as well, because you've got your ear totally. to the ground, you, yeah. you know what's going on, and you can actually have proper conversations with people just around the actual problems that are happening. Mm. But then aggregating yeah. all of those different information to actually yeah. propose something that might work for for yeah the particular client or the industry or whatever it may be as a whole. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm real old school too. Like If I think of something, I will email myself. Like and I get my best ideas at the gym, and I email myself, you know, and or I write it in my no, in my notes on my phone and stuff. It's just like just whatever you got to do to capture what you what you think's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, just capture it. You know, I've also got a blue notebook that I use as well. Mm. Um, write my ideas out. So yeah, I text myself. It's kind of along the same lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So, where did the idea for the podcast come from? Uh, I wanted to learn uh, what high successful business owners were doing. And I wanted a way to also, um, you know, talk to more people. Um, you know, the, the classic thing is kind of the secret here, but, you know, if I wanted to have a sales call with a high-performing business owner, um, I have to go through some hoops to get to that person. Yeah. But I want, if I want to talk to the guy who started Harcourts, I invite him on my podcast. Mm. Boom. You know, um, I, I don't get, I don't get to talk to that guy otherwise, you know? Yeah. Um, but now we're doing business, you know, because I added value first, yeah. you know? Um, and that's the, that's the key. Add value first, be useful, be helpful, and then stay in the queue. So, so for me, um, also I wanted to, I wanted to reach another level of business owners, you know? Um, and and the podcast is a great way to do that. And I'm naturally curious. So I ask heaps of questions and I find out what's happening in the marketplace. I find out what's going on. I find out why why businesses, you know, certain businesses grew. 
um, their challenges, etc. And they all, you know, that all helps me, but it also helps the audience. You know, um, there, there wouldn't be a week goes by now that we don't get leads from the podcast or, or I don't get someone coming and saying, hey, thanks. Oh. That interview you did with such and such was was just what I needed to hear. So, um, yeah. Right. Really cool. All right. Let's, let's go down that segue. So content's obviously working for you as a lead gen. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me some insights around how long did it take for it to actually start bringing in those leads? And yep. were there any sort of like hurdles in the way that that sort of made it a lot, made it harder for, I guess, people to connect with you from that content yeah. level, if that makes sense? Well, you know, when I first started, when I had my search engine optimization business and a company called On Page One, uh, me and my business partner at the time, we, we were creating videos, right? This was like uh, just pre the earthquake. Uh, GFC, we were creating uh, videos on a Kodak um, 70 sellout events, you know, a Kodak ZI8 it was, to sell events, you know, and we were filling events off the back of our content and back of our videos, you know, so so for that it was happening really, really quickly. Um, we were also creating content um, for ECO for YouTube back in the day because we knew it would help us rank. Um, so, that, so that was really, really fast. And what I've learned over the years, local Shack, is, is really that there's, there's two types of people that you're creating content for, and they're both really, really important. But you've got the, qual- the, the quality people and the quantity people. And here's the thing. Quality people might only need to see one bit of your content, and they will make a decision, and they will contact you. Then there's the quantity that have to see, you know, one video, two videos, three videos, four videos, a, a, a blog post, you know, um, some static images online. They, they have to see a volume, right? Now, your job, your job as the content creator is to create all those bits of content, okay? Uh, and, and all of a sudden, the more content you put out, the more leads you get. And, and, and I think it's a really interesting one. You know, we have leads coming in today um, from our content, you know, because it helps our website rank higher, et cetera. Um, but people are watching our content. Now, here's the inter- here's the coolest part. Did a strategy session last week uh, with, a, with a guy. He said, mate, I have listened to your podcast. I now know, because you've educated me, I now know, now know exactly what or, or the niche area that I want to dominate in, right? And, and, and he's in a really competitive market, but he's chosen because he's educated himself off, off that content to come in and then go, you know what? I want you to help me with this. And I tell you what, that that is a game changer. When you've got someone predisposed, ready to come in to do business with you, that has decided not 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 being and, and being compelled, not being convinced. You know, we haven't had to ring them up, cold call them, and tell them how good we are, and and bash them over the phone, and promise all this sort of stuff. They don't have to do any of that. They've come to us. It's a game changer for a business. Here's the thing. If you're a business owner, you would want to follow that model versus mm. the, the other cold calling, ringing up, because otherwise, you know, that you're going to have to do that model to succeed, right? Where, yeah. where you definitely want people these days put, putting their hand up saying, hey, I want to do business with you guys. So that's that's been the game changer for us. We've, we've seen it. Um, and, it, you know, we've got leads today as proof of that, yeah. right? That's amazing. Mm. It's, yeah, that's- but, hey, it does take time. You know, yeah. And here's the thing: I, I've worked out, I've worked the formula out. I've been doing this a long time. And my formula is real simple, and I and I say it all the time: consistency of message plus frequency of reach to create relevancy. Your job is to have that consistent message, to have a few things that you're constantly talking to the marketplace about. Then frequency of reach: be putting that content out, whether it's LinkedIn, TikTok, um, Instagram, Facebook, Google, advertising that you know as well, and then. The relevancy part is when people decide to do business with you. After years of maybe watching all these videos, they decide that you're that you're relevant now. But it could be after one video that they decide you're relevant. So it's 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 a formula. Um, yeah. The, the challenging part is a lot of people are impatient these days. They mm. want the result yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I learned a long time ago: if you want to be successful, you have to stay in the queue. Yeah, I think the the secret to success is what consistency, right, across the board. Consistency, cons, yeah, totally. content, what it is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What's and we've we've actually found the same with Darkman as well. Like we started consistently doing content back in what twenty twenty two, and we added probably sixty k to our bottom line that year, but yeah. then we stopped. 
2023, we stopped doing it. And then that sort of all fell down the hill. But what it actually yeah. showed us was that the lead time from putting out content to actually converting the content is about, for us, it's about nine months. Yeah. So we lost yeah. nine months worth of growth by not totally. doing content, which was yeah. a huge, you know, kick yeah. in the backside. What's, yeah. what's your lead time? Like, have you sort of tracked how long it actually takes for people to consume and then convert? Or I, I reckon it's about 90 days. 90 days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. From the, from the, you know, and, and I've known this from, cause we, when we do seminars, mm. you know, like you can really, cause, cause seminars are uh, like in a, uh, what I found over the years by doing events and seminars, it would make us create campaigns that we'd put a lot of energy in. So we'd get yeah. the, the uplift. But what I, what I really found out the back of that is you'd get leads starting to snowball in. Mm. Um, you know, so we'd give a good six to eight weeks run up, but you'd start to get those leads coming after that as well. Um, so yeah, generally about 90 days, but, but in saying that, you know, it's, you'd be surprised. It's that quality and quantity, man. It's just, it just, your job is to create the content at the end of the day. It's just start and get it going and be consistent with it. And I think that's the challenging thing for business owners. Mm. Uh, and, and look, that's why I have an agency because we do that for, for, for people, right? Yeah. Um, it's interesting hearing you that, that the flow stopped, right? And I've, yeah. I've seen that, I've heard that and, and, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it is one of those things, you know, if you're not top of mind, I always say, if you want to grow market share, you've got to grow the mind share. Yeah. And if you're not yeah. consistently growing the mind share, you're not going to grow your market share. Well, that's it. Yeah. So buying, buying that mental real estate, I think it's the most, it's yeah. crucial for, yeah, for any sort of growth in there. The more you delay that, the more you're delaying your own growth, which I think is, yeah, I mean, it you can know, be. I always say to businesses that, that come to me, I, I say to them, hey, why don't you just stop your marketing and okay. see how you go, hmm. you know? And, and like, the good ones will never do that. You know, the good ones know. They know. I, I was just in a conversation. Hey, Scott, yeah. what do you think? I said, well, are you marketing for the recession? Are you marketing for the rebound? Hmm. You know, because I know what I'm going to market for. I'm going to market for the rebound because here's the thing. I'm thinking long term. I'm not Absolutely. thinking six yeah. months, a year. I'm thinking three four five um so yeah it's 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 an interesting one it comes out of mindset at the end of the day absolutely yeah yeah how do you how do you stay consistent with your content is it um yeah. i know who i'm talking to right and i know who i want to help i've got a big why my my, my purpose is to inspire people to take action because of my consistent action yeah. you know i i really want to inspire people uh to to think and to act but there's no point me doing that if i'm not doing that right mm. so so i've got to do that you know I, it's my purpose i want to inspire people to take action i want to give them confidence to do it too that's probably another yeah. part to that um yeah. so i turn up every day because uh um one i've got an agency and i have to you know feed the beast right yeah, yeah. um but also i i just it's one of my philosophies Influence through education, influence through insights. It's built into my into my fabric. You know, it's one of our core core value, right? Um, and also, I know I, I know who I really want to help. I really want to help business owners, right? I know that they're good at the whacking and cracking of what they do, but I understand that marketing is a foreign language, and I help give them clarity and I help give them a direction and I help give them safety that it's going to be okay. Um, so. You know, I'll turn up and, and create content based on that. There's no point. There's no point me saying do content to business owners and then I'm not doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the other side of that is, um, the type of content you create also has a big impact. Like I'm seeing at the yeah. moment, people are, you know, there's a lot of content that are, that's going around that's not necessarily helpful. That's not insightful. You know, a bit of showboating here and there. That's content oh, yeah. that's not necessarily relevant to anyone. But then there's yeah. the other end of the spectrum, which is content that's genuinely helpful for that people get a lot of value from and that actually has an impact on their life. And that's mm. a spectrum, right? Where do you sit on that yeah. spectrum? Do you want to be purely value add or do you want to be purely an influencer kind of in that space? No. Give up your uh, content. Yeah. Give up uh, your I'll content. Be useful. You, yeah, gotcha. Useful and helpful. I, that's all I tell people. I'd be useful and helpful. You know, let 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 them let the marketplace decide. You know, here, here's the thing. One of the formulas I, I worked out is another framework that we use is to build no like and trust, right? 
So, so my whole content plan is to build no like and trust because I know if, you, if they know me, they like me, they trust me, they'll buy from me, right? But, but to do that, you've got to to get known is about character, right? So yeah. we create. I created a hashtag uh, right. called Celebrate Your Victories. You know, you would have seen it online. People tag me mm. in it on all yeah. the time. It's because I want to get known as someone who celebrates. You know, I'm against tall poppy syndrome, right? So yeah. I want to get known for celebrating success. I want to get known for for celebrating my clients' mm. success, right? So I get known for that. That's that's about that's a that's about character. Like is about chemistry. Okay, mm. how do I get people to like me? I was talking to a real estate agent, and I said, I said to her, talk me through when you get listings. What is it that you do? She goes, well, she goes, I said, what do you love when you go to a listing? And you win the listing. What, why is it? So she started talking me through it and we figured out that she loves dogs. She's right. a dog lover. So if there's a, if there's a dog in, in the house, she's automatically straight up patting the dog, loving on the dog, right? What does that tell the, what does that tell the people that, that, that she's going for the listing for? Yeah, that she's absolutely interested. She has that. chemistry with yeah. them because she has yeah. a dog. They have a dog. They have instant connection, right? I said to her, start using your dog in your marketing. Mm. You know, and why would you do that? Chemistry. Dog lovers love dog lovers. Okay. Then, then, so that's, that's like building chemistry. Then trust is about demonstrating credibility. Mm. And I think that's the point of where, where if you stack the three of those, that's the key that I want to get to. I want to demonstrate credibility. I want to demonstrate that I know what I'm doing. I want to get known by the success of my clients when it comes to my content. Okay. You know? yeah. And so, so I don't need to showboat. I don't need to say this and that. And, and mm. you know, I, I, my goal is to always be useful and helpful to the end user, which is the business owner. Right. So me saying how good I am or whatever, that doesn't really matter. I'd rather my clients tell them that. Right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And by demonstrating my credibility. Absolutely. So my about team's that. credibility. Cool. So with that in mind, uh, what does your content funnel look like? So I know from an awareness point of view, top of top of content funnel, you've got your podcast. <clears> but what else is in that funnel? Like what else do you, you know, do you do other types of content for people yeah, that so are getting deeper in or Yeah, so we have a lot of short form video content. So we do we shoot a lot of videos. Um, we've also the podcast, we cut that up into videos. Um, I have my team, um, that create videos. Okay. So we've got videos coming out from the team. Uh, we've also got some PDFs that we do, we've got out at the moment. So we've got checklist. Uh, we've got a, I think a 70 point checklist out there, the ultimate digital marketing checklist for 2024. So there's content out there for that. We actually created a whole page on that. There's so much value on that page. Uh, we've also got the simple marketing plan. Uh, so we've got content out there for that as well. So, so we've got a whole bunch of, uh, we've got, you know, audiograms, we've got videogram, you know, there's, there's whole different formats of that yeah. content. A lot of it though, you know, we, we like to, you know, create one bit of content, but then break it up and distribute it. Yeah. Um, okay. you know, so, so that's a big part of what we do too. We created a formula. We sat down with the team here and we created a formula. It's, a, it's called video influence, how to get, 30 ideas out of someone's head, you know? Um, so we created a framework for that, uh, which we started last year uh, and started using for Harcourts, and it's really, really gone really, really well. So we will develop that more more this year in 2024 because we understand people have a, 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 a lot of knowledge inside their head, but they mm. struggle to get it out. So we created a framework for that uh, called Video Influence. Uh, and that's, once again, short-form video content. Yeah. Um, that's where everyone is. People are on their phones. That's so yeah, you want yeah. to be there. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so that's Absolutely. kind of our philosophy around that and our thinking. Cool. What is what does that content go? So for a digital influence in particular, I see your content on LinkedIn. But where else yeah. is it? Where else is it? LinkedIn. Yep. Yeah, so link. We're on LinkedIn. We're on tw uh, TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, Google Ads. We're also on our own blog. We put the same content into our Google business listing. There's a tip. Um, so, so we're doing a whole bunch of syndication, uh, like that as well. So cool. we're across every platform we can be on and, and constantly looking at new ones. And do you find that some platforms perform better than others or is it kind of just pretty similar across the board? Look, LinkedIn's very, very good, you know, um, because their kind of ideal client is on LinkedIn. Facebook's really good as well. Their ideal kind of client is on Facebook. 
Um, it's interesting though, like so. So, and one of the really keys I'm starting to to, to notice is I'm getting the team more involved, right? Because I don't want it to be the Scots Scots go either, right? It's a digital influence show. So, when my team's creating videos uh, and they're on Instagram, etc., you get a lot better uh, in TikTok, a lot better cut through than me, right? You know, the old guy on on, on yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's the value of having you know some some really high performing people here that that want to do stuff, you know. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. interesting when you start to see the different platforms uh, pointing out. What's the um, what's the future when it comes to your content? Are you sort of quite dead set on doing what you're doing now and growing that, or are there yeah, other things? But also, but also learning, learning from other people like yourself and seeing what's working and testing and measuring. I learned early on, um, and I was grateful for this for when I was in my direct response copywriting days. Is you just have to test and measure, mm. you know. Um, you just got to measure uh, the performance, and and also you got to have you got to be prepared to give it a crack. So you know, short form videos, obviously where it's at at the moment, um, we're we're deep into that for our clients and 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 helping them with that. Um, if anything mobile driven is massive, so so we'll just continue to do that, but always always looking to innovate, always looking to go. You know what? Um, it's it's interesting. You know, like we're we're bringing back a whole seminar series so um you know nationwide with it um and you know like we didn't like our last seminar we we've done a few quite a few private ones recently but our last kind of big one um you know we had a good turnout but then we, we haven't done them for a while because of the whole covid and yeah that thing but but now we we realize you know, there's a play there that we we need to be back in in that you know um so constantly trying to learn and innovate what's been what's been some challenges so i mean putting out content is it's good and if you do it consistently it's even better but yeah. there's always going to be challenges when it comes to putting out totally. consistent content yeah, i mean what are some yeah. of things that's come up for you like some days you just can't be bothered yeah. <laughs> you know uh you just, you know, like, oh man, I don't look too good today, and just, you know, you, you, you do, you know, you can struggle um, with that. I guess, you know, if, when I talk to business owners, and and it really is, it really is that that whole confidence aspect to it, you know, like, um, what are other people going to think of me? And and look, I'm just grateful that I don't actually care, yeah. uh, from an ego's perspective, what other people think of me. You know, I will put the content out. Um, because I, you know, I just see who I'm talking to. Um, and it's really interesting. I learned this, I was watching something the other day and it really struck me as like, you know, there's so much ego in and around some of this content there and it's all about getting how many views you've got and stuff. But yeah. this lady just said, Hey, but what if you, what if you video and you get seen by 10 people, mm. but what if those 10 people could do business with you? Yeah. How much, how, how different would your business be if you had 10 new clients today? And I just, I just thought that was gold advice, right? Because yeah. you know, like, you, who are you creating the content for? Um, have a real clear idea of who you've created the content for. If there are ten people that could do business with you, that's a game changer. So, so yeah, yeah it really, I guess, you know, the whole mindset is a big thing for for, yeah. for getting over that, and and you know, that can hold you back. You know, what what will people think of me and all that sort of stuff. You know, we get some haters now too, you know. We've had a couple today um, telling us to bugger off and that sort of stuff. But, hey, that's all part of it. Um, I reckon early on, um, poor planning was probably the biggest thing that held us back, helped, helped me back. I was very off the cuff. Um, and, and, and you know, it was inconsistent because of that. Right. The podcast has been a game changer because I have to turn up every week. You know, I do one interview, right. uh, two interviews a month with people, and then yeah. I do two uh, things by myself every month. So every week I'm creating content in and around that, and that's been the game changer for me, I, you know, um, because I've had to turn up. Uh, and, and, and there's a line in the sand there. And also now, because it's been going so long, yeah, it's been going a year, we've got like nearly 100 episodes, I think it is. Oh. Um it's it's yeah. it's kind of a snowball that that it's got a life of its own. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. so that's been a game changer. But yeah, there, there's some real real hurdles if you don't plan because it's real easy not to do this. It's and it's real easy not to record that video. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's the tech side of things too, mate. You know, like 
yeah. the tech side of things can just get away again as well. Like I, I still record my podcast on my iPhone. Yeah. Um, and it's brilliant. Like uh, we are going to be doing some changes in here and um, making it even the studio side of it even better. But, but you know, like I would just say to people is, you know, just this, this thing is a game changer. But I didn't realize how much of it a game changer it was to like really start creating content. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Don't let technology hold you back, but definitely that, that was a big one back in the day. Yeah. I think leverage, leverage what you have to start with and then figure out where you want to go. Yeah. And I think for most yeah. people, what you've got in your pocket is a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then just think about who you're trying to help and talk to that one person. Yeah. You know, um, which is, you know, that that when you just think of that person, we used to have when we had the SEO business, and we got a couple of different ones in this business. Yeah. But we had Colin. So when I was doing any marketing, I was talking to Colin. I knew exactly what Colin was all about. And I had Colin and Mary. I knew yeah. exactly who they were, their yeah. fears, their dreams, their goals, what they were going through. So, do you have yeah. that? Do you have those personas for the podcast? I do. Uh, or is it more broad? It's more broad for the podcast. Um, and, and here's the cool part is now because I'm starting to go, okay, what if I got some younger people in and I started, you know, there's another market that we could reach. But hey, also, I want to interview, I still want to interview these people, these people. You know, I, I'd love to interview more females on my podcast. And, and yeah. so we're doing some things around that because uh, I just want to open up to the, the different markets. Oh, look, on the podcast, we talk about business, business yeah. success, um, and, and mindset and marketing, right? Yeah. But, but, but um, it's it's we don't have a set of questions. Probably like you, we just we we actually just go in an interview and talk to good people, and we find out nuggets. Um, yeah. So so for me, you know that that is that is the coolest part because you know um, business owners will consume that content, you know, and and oh, yeah. it's yeah it's it's really cool to have people on on a podcast too that 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 haven't been asked any of those really questions about themselves and about their business too uh, yeah. which, which i find yeah it's good fun yeah and people people love behind the scenes content like they love to have that peek behind the curtain and see what's actually yeah. doing to grow a business how this yeah. person thinks like yeah i'm a sucker for all that kind of stuff but going yeah. back to your point as well like you know vanity metrics is a big big player when it comes to content you know that's mm. your likes comments etc but for a lot of businesses that actually doesn't mean anything especially in the b2b nah. space but that's yeah. it's not a not even a factor yeah. so the way i look at it is i mean if you if you got to speak to 10 people in front of you right now yeah that's a big audience as it is how good so 10 people yeah. online still yeah. a decent sized audience totally. um, i think people forget the power of people forget the power that small audiences can hold because they're a lot more yeah. intentional and they're a lot more totally. inclined to take action as well, which I think is very powerful. Yeah. So I think, and, and that's, that. you hit the, you hit the nail on the head, mate. And, and once again, quality quantity, just turn up. Your job is to turn up. And, and, you know, I, I always, it's, it's always like I sort of Dave Armstrong about this the other day on the podcast, you know, and he was talking, we were talking about LinkedIn and the lurkers on LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and, you know, when when I get a when I get a lead come through from LinkedIn in my DMs, you know mm. they'll be looking at your content. Yeah, right? You absolutely. and then you go talk to them. Like, oh, I've been following you for a few years, and now we're just you know now it become relevant because yeah. they've decided to do business, right? Yeah. But my job was consistency, message, frequency, reach. Yeah. I I can't I can make myself relevant, but they have to decide when I'm relevant, right? That's two it. years later. Boom! Now yeah. we're doing business with them. So. Yeah. And they're predisposed. Yeah. 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 You know, they've seen you, they've heard you. Yeah. It's crazy. That, and that's the crazy part. Look, we got a client. Uh, he, he's grown a big business just off his iPhone, right? Into car finance. And, you know, like yeah. he, 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 when he's on the phone talking to these people, these people go, You're the guy from the video. Oh, man, you're an influencer. You know, <laughs> it, it's crazy yeah, how, yeah, like you're on social media content, like, that. And that's, I think, that's one of the things I think people need to realize is we're all media. Like it is media. You have your, actually your own channel here. You actually have your own TV camera channel. And what would you pay back in the day to run an ad on TV? You know, let me tell you this. This is stats. These are real stats from this client. 3.2 million views. Hmm. 24,983 people have watched this video 100%. His average right. video is one minute 15. 
Now, right. if I put that same ad on TV, how quickly before you would be taking uh, grabbing your cell phone or flicking the channel? You know? Yeah. But, but these are yeah. the stats that you can actually do on social media. You know, you get targeting right, you get content right. Yeah. Uh, it's a game changer, and it's sitting there for business owners. It's sitting there, and the ones that are taking advantage of it are, are, are turning it into money. Do you, well, we'll flip the switch and talk about clients in a moment. In a moment, but mm. are you finding that in New Zealand, content is a lot slower on the uptake for businesses, or are you finding that there are people that are jumping on it pretty quickly? I think uh, it's you know I fly to the states and I learn from those guys. There's just uh, you know everyone's using it. You yeah. know, like um, that the, it's just super competitive. Yeah. Um, more and more people have realised that that it, their, their cell phones are media. Yeah. Um, over there, um, so yeah, I think it's probably a little bit slower on the uptake uptake here. Um, the interesting thing is, you know, like the businesses that have got the that have that have been doing it, you know, the last number of years have, are, are really starting to reap the benefit of that yeah. now, though. Um, they're in the tollgate position. You know, they yeah. own that mind share. They own the market share. Um, it's very hard. It's very hard for it's look. It, it, here's the thing. It's actually quite easy if you're in a marketplace where someone's not doing anything yeah. to then start doing some video creation and start to own that market share. You give them, you give yourself ninety days. You will start to grab some of that market share um, if you follow the right formula. Um, and and I think. You know, that is the opportunity that's open. I think uh, I've been saying this for years in this space. You know, the corporates are starting to come in now, you know, and they're starting to bring their TV budgets to the to the social yeah. media space. There's still opportunity. There's still time, especially if you're local. You can still market very locally and target very well. Corporates take a, a lot, a long time to make decisions and they don't move very fast and generally they won't test and measure. But um, I think, you know, if anything, People really should be taking their content marketing really successful, uh, serious right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, yeah. And, and and upping their game with it, you know. Yeah. Um, because yeah, because yeah, in, in my mind, the longer you put it off, the longer you're delaying the growth of your business. Total. And yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really make sense why you're sort of delaying it when there's you know, like you said, your phone in your pocket. Or you're, you know, the ability to be able to actually start creating content now. But, yeah, I think it comes down to strategy and planning. You know, I, I say this a lot too. You know, uh, when I, whenever I see a like think something not working when it comes to marketing, generally people have gone to the tactics yeah. without designing the strategy first. And you really must design the strategy first to pick the tactics to produce yeah. the results you want. And, and so a lot of times the strategy thinking hasn't been done. You know, they haven't got you in and storyboarded stuff and really understood who the client, who the ideal uh, target market is, you know, what what would they make, you know, from that, you know, what's what are they prepared to pay for a lead, a sale, et cetera, done all that work. They've just then got and shot a video and they haven't done, you know, and I, I know this because um, we've been involved in some conversations and, and people have spent 25 grand on a video yeah. And then I'm like, cool, where is it? Show me it. And it's on the YouTube channel and it's had 60 views. Yeah. Well, hang on. No, the, where's the end to end, the before, the during, the after, the strategy yeah. that brings it all together? You know, um, they've just gone to the tactic yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. You've, uh, you've kind of hit a bit big uh, pet peeve of mine, which is doing <laughs> videos without the, without the intention behind it. Yeah. And it's a trap yeah. that a lot of, the, a, lot of, a lot of people fall into. It's kind of like, Okay, I need to do videos because either the guy down the road is doing videos or yeah. my mate across the road's told me to do videos. So yeah. then you just jump on, but you don't really know where it sits within your business or where it sits mm. within your funnel. And yeah, then totally. It doesn't get any results. And then it's sort of like, well, videos don't work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's the strategy and the planning hey, that um, makes a difference. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone video works. Seriously. <laughs> Skip to between me and you. <laughs> Now you, you mentioned something. You mentioned something previously. You mentioned the right formula. So this might be a bit mm. of a cheeky question because could be your IP. But what is the right formula in your mind when it comes to content? Yeah. So so one of the products that we have is video influence. So we we looked at it and going, okay, we've got to have a theme, right? What's our theme? You know. And so example could be auctions. Auctions is yeah. the thing. 
Okay, so if if then we have call messages. So let's just say we have three call messages around you know that that auction um, theme. Okay, well one of the one of the themes, um, and here's I'm talking to the client, right? I'm going, okay, okay, auctions is the theme. What's a call message? Well, it could be auction day experience. Okay, then we have ten questions that we'll ask around that. Okay, what's a tip about an auction day experience? What's a what's behind the scenes? What's a should ask question? What's a frequently asked question? Mm. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things that we ask around that to position you as the expert. Because here's the thing: if if I'm looking for auction information, yeah, um, would it be helpful for me to know about how an auction works on the day? Yeah, you know. What about then the other the other um, one is is auction day finance okay so the other core message is auction day finance so someone is now telling me my should ask questions my frequently asked questions you know my tips my personal experience on all that information now if I'm going to auction or I'm thinking of going to auction what I want to know that information yeah so all of a sudden you, you you've got a, a core theme and you've got these uh, sorry yeah a core theme and you've got these three core messages and you wrap a wheel around. Uh, to create video, so one, uh, one tip, one video, one insight, one video. Mm. All of a sudden, I've got thirty bits of content I can use for ninety ninety days with the marketing. There you go. Um, wow. So that's a framework that we yeah. have uh, that that is very easy for. Well, we've made it easy, yeah. but it's it's very formulaic and it's very um, it's very uh, customer centric. You know, it, it's focused in on the end user. Not the other way around. Hey, look at my. This is my house I'm selling. Blah 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 blah. It's like actually, no, 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 no. They want to know. They want you. You need to be positioned as the expert. Yeah. You've got knowledge inside your head. IP. Here's how we're going to get it out of you. Yeah. yeah. Because here's what we know the market actually wants. Yeah. They want useful insights that can actually help them. Amazing. Really cool. A lot of people wouldn't give that information away though because they think. If they're going to, you know, why would I give my IP away? Well, here's the yeah. thing, you know, why wouldn't you? Because at the end what? of the day, I could probably find it somewhere else. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it, I mean, IP is kind of relative as well. IP is what you think is important versus what other people think is important. So if you put it yeah. out there, it'll resonate with someone. Totally. It doesn't necessarily. Quality, quantity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And right people, right time. Um, what are you seeing working in the uh, in the client space? So, with your clients at the moment, what are some successes with content? Yeah, um, definitely video. You know, like it's it's short form video content. It's yeah. it's on people's phones. People are consuming it. Um, you know, building up their their know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did a big campaign for Harcourts, uh, Homewood, uh, for on the recruitment side, um, and you know, getting them more agents. Um, and, and just, you know, that short form video content, then backed up by some PDFs, backed up by static videos, uh, sorry, static images, yeah. um, ads, et cetera. So bringing that, bringing it all together. Um, so, so, you know, you can't just do one thing in isolation. Yeah. And, and I think that's the key as well is like, it's not just video. You, yeah. You've got to be doing other stuff with it. You know, you yes. can't just be doing a post or a blog post. Um, you, you've got to be thinking about the whole, um, ecosystem and, and, and be putting it all together. Um, but really, you know, video content and imagery to some degree is, is really, really important. But also then understanding, you know, who you are, where you are, and what you have to offer and why people should buy from you. That, that's a, that's a, it's, it's really interesting when you start to see why things aren't pe- uh, really working. One, they even, who they are, where they are. Uh, and what they have to offer. They haven't thought about that, and then why people should buy from you. Yeah. So you got to get all that right too. So, um, but if I if I was starting again, um, I would just do video content, like right. video content. Then I would cut that video content up into short form video content. I'd film one long long form piece of content. Yeah. I would cut that into short form video content. I would then um, get that those videos uh, then transcribed into a blog post. I then cut that content up into other posts uh, that I could use in social media. So I, yeah, what I'm doing now is what I do um, gotcha. to, to, to help um, businesses yeah. grow. Yeah. Um, and that just comes down to leverage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense, right? Do it once and then leverage it a lot yeah. more times and you get a lot more value yeah. for, for that one time spent, which is 
which is a great way of doing content because mm-hmm. people consume content differently as well. So you might have something totally. for the long po- the long form podcasts, whereas other yeah. people just don't have the time for it, but they'd rather watch a thirty second snippet somewhere else. Yeah. So and get insight into it, right? And yeah. go, oh wow, that yeah, was yeah. interesting, you know. And then you're on the shopping list when they come when yeah. when you need when they want you to be relevant, you're on the shopping list. Yeah, and it's all about time. Like I think um, it's one of those things you can't you can't wait. Well, you can't be there when the client is ready, but you have to be there the whole time when they're ready to make a decision. You're there yeah. as well, so it's kind of like you can't yeah. predict when that right time is going to be. No, but your job but, is to be consistent. Yeah. The consistency definitely helps, and that frequency. Yeah. Um. Cool. One last question for you, and you probably answered. You've answered this already. I know that for a fact. But a business owner at the moment today, thinking about getting into content, content marketing in general. What would you say to them? Uh look. Once again, strategy. Yeah. Like, really design that strategy first. Okay, don't just go to the tactics. Okay, design the strategy to pick the tactics to produce the results you want, and, and really be clear on your who you who you're dealing with. Right. So, so a good example was the guy the other day was an electrician. Right. He comes in, and that marketplace is saturated with people who can do heat pumps. It's saturated yeah. with people who can do switchboards. Um, where where we found out he he's got really good results and he's already got things happening is in the EV charging market. Right? right, it's a market that's going like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's got a bit of a wobble at the moment with the old, um, you know, clean heat or clean whatever it is. But but it's a market that's going to go like that. He's already got success in it, so now, hey, here's where you can win. Right, and th- and that's a real key thing is I've learned this a long time ago. You need to figure out where you can win. Okay, yeah. and and once you have. Once you've figured out where you can win, you can start to dominate those areas. And that takes a bit of thinking, but, you know, a bit of the old gray matter thinking. And, and, and sometimes maybe it's worth getting someone to help you with that. But but figure out where you can win and then go deep into that, right? So so now he's going deep into video content. Um, you know, he'll have a, a proper page on his website set up. He'll be known by Google Business. Uh, he'll get found for that, you know. So really start to develop that whole ecosystem around that. Um, and then just don't stop because yeah. as you've experienced, you know, and, and here's the thing that this is the hard part for business owners. You just have to detach yourself from the results for a while. Yeah. Mm. You know, you just have to detach yourself. You just have to go, you know what? I'm just going to commit to this and I'm not going to worry about the results. Yeah. I'm just going to take the actions and I'm going to show up every day, you know, and, and I'm just going to do it. And no matter what, I'm not going to get, hey, I'm just not going to get attached to, oh, I've only had yeah. two likes. I've only had two people watch it. Yeah. I'm just, like, I watched a video from 2012 the other day. I found it on uh, YouTube. I was showing one to show my son something. Yeah. It was me. And, man, I sucked. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm great on video now, but 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 it's a lot better than it was in 2012, right? And right. Yeah. <laughs> And... It's just those reps. You've just got to do the reps. You learn, you get better, you get feedback. Um, sadly, you know, most people will quit. Mm. And yeah. and that's just the reality of it. But you just have to decide if you're gonna if you're gonna quit or not. And if you are gonna quit, then you know, if you're a quitter, probably don't start. Like yeah. that would be my advice too. Because yeah. it's 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 actually it's a lot of work and it's actually quite painful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like you said, there's moments that you just don't want to do it. And then there's other moments you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. There's moments where there's just no one showing up. So you're just like, why am I doing this? It's a journey. My, my first seminar, mate, my first seminar, I, I think I had six people turn up. Right. How, how rubbish is that for a uh, for a marketer? You know, six people. But you know what? I learned a long time ago. To, don't worry about the people that don't turn up. Worry about the people that do turn up. So I delivered, you know, what I thought was world-class at the time. Yeah. To those six people, now we get 150 plus, you yeah. know, and and we fill a room really quickly. But I could have stopped because it was six people, yeah. you know. Yeah, and if you stopped, then you wouldn't be here now. No, you wouldn't be here now. Yeah. you know. It's so, so yeah, yeah. And the other thing with content is it's a it's a you know it's a hockey stick graph. You know, it's totally. it's very 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 slow for for the majority, and then all of a sudden it just spikes, and that's when oh. you get the money and. But that takes a long time. You know, you're a good example of that, right? You're putting out constant content uh, content these days, right? And you're getting lead flow because of it. 
you know, and, yeah. and there's so many examples of that that you hear people go, oh, all this, like you're one joint venture away, you know, like you're one joint venture away. And I know I'm one, like we have, we have a few joint ventures from the podcast, but I know someone's going to come with yeah. the offer. You know, yeah. and and here's the thing: we won't advertise on our podcast, but we yeah. don't like. I, I want to keep that that really clean. Yeah. But I know someone's going to come with the offer, um, and and you know, but I'm not worried about it. Like it's yeah. it's just it's a byproduct of helping people. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a very healthy way of treating it as well. Like content is um is for you. It's your way of putting out your value to the world, totally, without expecting anything in return. And whatever comes in return is. It's the icing on the cake. It's the bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you flip that switch and you go, I'll put this content out to get leads, that's where things fall apart because then you don't get the totally. consistency. Your content doesn't align with your audience and yeah, nothing really works. No, so I think no, that, no, exactly. Yeah, that also matters. Yeah, that detachment is, is real, real key to it. Um, yeah. And you produce better content too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's wrap it up there. Um, nice, lots of Lots of really, really really actionable takeaways from that conversation. I'm sure people will dive all over that. Um, and I'll make sure yeah, we go yeah. all your PDFs and contact information linked below. If anyone wants to get in touch, you can see more of the content. But before yeah. we go, do you want to finish on anything or you feel like you've sort of... Well, look, I just think, um, you know, uh, there's some, you know, there's a real opportunity for business owners to grab, you know, and and I think uh, one one thing I would say is spend some time with a professional, whether you know, you know, dealing with yourself, um, who's doing content all the time. Deal with you know, deal with um, a person with runs on the board, and, and deal with someone who's actually doing the content. I think that's really really key as well. There's a couple of big big firms out there that that, that sell the stuff, but they don't actually do the stuff, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really important. And some smaller firms out there, you know, promoting the stuff, but they don't actually do it. You know, follow from from get some um, knowledge from some people that are actually doing it on a daily basis. Um, and the reason for that is they've got they've got a few wax and a few cracks. They actually know um, what works and what doesn't work. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, also, uh, I don't know when this is going to come out, but I think it's the twelfth of March. There's um, the uh, Brandy Breakfast for the Marketing Association. They've got a piece on on content. We have a panel there. Be a great place to come along and learn about other businesses that are doing content marketing and some of the results they're getting and and some of the, the, the learnings they're learning as well. So, yeah, amazing. All right, I'll I'll, I'll link that in the show notes. All right, man. Um, cool, awesome. Thanks, Scott. Hey, Pleasure. appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on the podcast and uh, all the best for your podcast. Too. I, I love the I love the name Content Lead. Really cool. And uh, you know, I know people will get value out of that and listening to you. Oh, mate, you're on the show. They'll definitely get value. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much. There is, man. Hi, Scholson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, If you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.